Howdy, y'all, and welcome to another episode of The Daily Grind. I'm your host, John Spencer, so grab a mug of your favorite brew and get ready to brew your brain as we give a rundown on today's dates and some interesting historical facts, and to sharpen your wit as I toss out some random musing and facts just to get your brain gears turning, and hopefully a time to enrich your faith as we talk about our walk with Jesus. Joining me this week on the Daily Grind, my favorite co-host and favorite big sister in the whole wide world, Carla Cockrell. <laughs> Hello, Daily Grind. It is good to be with you. Now it's that time on the Daily Grind to brew your brain. It's Monday, August 21st. And on August 21st in 1911, the Mona Lisa was stolen. What? (laughs) From the Louvre by employee Vincenzo Prugia. Well. Yeah. And it was returned to the Louvre three years later, January 4th, 1914. And Vincenzo had to serve six months in prison for that crime. Oh, did he bring it back voluntarily? I, yeah, I think he couldn't sell it. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it was like, what are you going to do with it? I mean, I'm like. Uh. So, oh. In 1939, on this date, five young African-Americans were denied library cards in the Alexandria, Virginia Library. And they were then later arrested after they chose to sit down and read books. Oh, my God. That civil disobedience probably is one of the first and earliest in the American civil rights movements. Good for them. Courageous little Mm. people at the library. Mm. And in 1961, on this date, Motown released what would be its first number one hit, Please, Mr. Postman, The Marvelettes. A classic for sure. <gasps> yeah, that was their first one. And on this date in 1986, the Lake Nyos Cameroon disaster resulted tragically in over 1,800 people dying when a volcano suddenly burst with a wave of carbon dioxide. Oh, 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 and that's terrible. It is terrible. And it makes me just want to continue to say, all of us should continue to have our thoughts and prayers with the people of Maui. That is just some devastating. Oh, it's horrible, horrible. Today's August 21st, and that means that it's Brazilian Blowout Day. (laughs) I had no idea what that was. Yeah, you had to Google that one, huh? Yeah, do you know what a Brazilian Blowout is? It's a hair thing. It's a hair straightening for sure. Right. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I could have been using that information a long time ago. No, uh, don't have a problem with wavy hair. Although, here, I'm going to sidetrack this story, and then I've got to make it quick. But when we were living in Vienna, Austria, Marcy found this great place, a salon, to go cut her hair. And there was this um, girl, Sheila, who was from Australia, who did her mm-hmm. hair. And Marcy kept going, she's so good, she's so nice, you should go get your hair cut there. Well, she's also, Marcy didn't say this, 
was just this gorgeous human being <laughs> mm-hmm. that had this Australian accent. And so, like, we were going to go on this camp away with kids. And I was like, yeah, I just need my hair cut short so I don't have to mess with it. And she goes, well, oh, sure, but, you, you know, you could put, like, a wave in it, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, what is that? Well, you know, so anyway, bottom line, this Australian chick just mesmerized <laughs> me into getting a perm. I had curly hair. Oh, this one no. summer, man. I had curly hair all oh. over Europe. Oh and, my gosh. Uh, but I mean, she could have said, I think we need to like shave a strip right down the middle <laughs> and dye your skin blue. And I would have been, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Whatever. You say, Sheila. You say, Sheila. <laughs> Glue horns oh, on the side of my head. And I'd be like, yeah, that sounds great. So anyway, oh, hair no. straightening. Brazilian blowout day. Who knew? Right. It's oh. also Poets Day. Okay. It's Senior Citizens Day. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, talk, I, can you hear the hands of time? Tick- the clock is ticking. <laughs> and it's Spumoni Day. Oh, delicious. Delicious. Mm, who doesn't love Italian ice cream with, mm. with fruit and almonds? So, mm, mm. And now's that time on the Daily Grind to sharpen your wit. In 1941... The biggest grossing film of the year was Sergeant York. Okay. Have you ever seen the old 1941 Sergeant York with Gary yeah. Cooper? Yes. Oh, it's an amazing movie. The most common use for Q-tips is not recommended or advertised on the Q-tip box and makers whatsoever. Okay. I mean, sir, what do you use Q-tip for? I think most people use them for their ears. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. They Don't say, put oh, stuff in your ears. I'm, yeah, I'm going, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. A few daily grinds ago, we talked about government overreach. Here's one. In 2015, a French court renamed a baby. No. <laughs> after the judge ruled that the parents' decision to name their child Nutella was not in the child's best interest. Well, huh. How about that? That's. I don't know. That's no, that's a bad one. Yeah, me too. Plus, I think Nutella, there's worse things you can name a kid. Oh, I know. <laughs> yes, I've seen some worse things that kids got named. <laughs> yes. I'm like, ah, Nutella, it's even, it even is oh. a nice, it's a pretty word. Mm-hmm. Yes. You could do lots of things with it. Yeah. You could call her Ella. Yes. You know, anyway. Yes. You know, we used to make fun of people who, just would buy stuff all the time from their home on QVC. And basically that's mm-hmm. all we do now. <laughs> we turned into them. <laughs> we turned into them. Be careful who you mock. Right. Because you will become them. I thought this was interesting. From 1908 to 1940, Sears sold 75,000 homes through their mail order modern homes program. And those homes came in 447 different housing styles. I, where I have, mind is blown. My mind is blown. The, the house just came, not pre you know, but like, you know, the walls, the sides, mm-hmm. the panel, and everything was like numbered. It was all like okay. oh, this A, B to B, 2 to B, you know. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Why can't we do that now? Because government overreach. Because of Probably. inspectors. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, who needs rhetorical questions? <laughs> yes, who who does need a rhetorical question? 
Carla, oh. do you know what has five toes and is not your foot? Five toes and is not my foot. Uh, no. My foot. Your foot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, I, oh. went, I finally went to the doctor the other day and he told me that I'm really starting to lose some of my hearing. I cannot tell you how hard it was to hear that news. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> oh, good one. <laughs> And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to enrich your faith. We're diving into Psalms 139 and talking about a prayer technique called the Prayer of Examine. That's spelled E-X-A-M-E-N. And this practice helps us become more aware of God, His presence, and more aware of ourselves. And this self-awareness is important for a real connection or authentic communion with God. You know, in prayer, we bring our true selves to God. And the prayer of examine helps us with this. Now, I get it. It's an old and strange, odd-sounding term. might make us think of a test in school or a visit to the doctor. And it's not modern narcissistic self-examination or awareness, but really letting God in to do that. Psalm 139 is a special part of the Bible that talks about how well God knows us. God, you know everything about me. You know when I sit down and get up, you understand what I'm thinking even from far away. You watch me when I travel or rest. You know everything I do. Verses 1 through 3. Those words remind us that God is always with us, aware of every detail of our lives. David marvels at how God knows every word, even before we say it. Every word I speak, you already know it. Lord, you're around me in front and behind. You put your hand on me. You understand me better than I understand myself. Verses four through six. And David believes that he can't escape from God's presence. Where can I go to hide from you, God? There's nowhere I can run to escape you. Even if I go to heaven, you're there. If I go to the grave, you're there too. If I fly on the wings of the morning, you're still with me. Your hand guides me and holds me. Verses 7 through 10. And David recognizes that God made us with care. He says, you made me in a special way. And I'm thankful for how you made me. You know everything about me. You saw me even before I was born. And you watched me while I was still in my mother's womb. Verses 13 through 15. And David, he realized that God's thoughts are so many that he can't even begin to count or comprehend them. Your thoughts about me are amazing, God. There's so many, I can't even count them. If I tried, they would be more than the grains of sand, and I'd never finish counting them all. Verses 17 through 18. And David asked God to show him if there's anything wrong in his heart. Look into my heart, God. Show me if there's anything wrong. Lead me in the right way that lasts forever. Verses 23 through 24. David told his son to serve the Lord faithfully because the Lord searches all hearts and understands every plan and thought. First Chronicles 28, 9. 
this ancient technique called the prayer of examine, I think helps us understand ourselves better. And it's not just looking at our mistakes, but also what we're doing well and inviting God to guide us. Now, the word examine comes from the Latin word for the indicator on a balance scale. And it really means to reveal truth. It's not like a test or an exam in school, but a way to show ourselves to God and to be open to his guidance. And also inviting God to uncover hidden or forgotten things so that we might engage God more honestly. David, in writing this psalm, gives us an example of the prayer of examine. He invited God to search his heart and to show him any wrong ways. Look into my thoughts, God. Test me and know my worries. See if there's anything wrong in me and guide me in the way that's always right. Verses 23 and 24. David understood that God could show him things that he didn't even know about himself. And the prayer of examine is a conversation with God where we learn more about who we are and grow closer to him in that revelation. So as we ruminate on Psalm 139, let's try the prayer of examine ourselves. Let's ask God to show us our strengths and the things that we really need to work on that we may not be aware of. Because that's going to help us become more like Jesus, and it's going to draw us closer to our Heavenly Father. I want to thank you for joining me today on The Daily Grind as we've talked about the prayer of examine and how Psalm 139 teaches us about God's love and knowing ourselves better. Let's keep learning together as we grow in our relationship with God. So grace and peace to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and I hope to see you tomorrow on The Daily Grind. Thank you.